0: Hey, ladies, fellas, and friends! You are listening to another episode of Three Dope Wives with Lakendra Atasui, Adelise Jones, and Lamisha Dixon. With over thirty years of collective experience, we are here to give you an inside look at what marriage is really all about, honey. We are airing out all the dirty laundry, spilling all the tea, and telling all the business. Are you looking for something really real? Then, honey. Put a chair and grab your favorite cup of something hot as we dish on all
1: welcome back to three dope wives season two episode i don't even know episode nine Look. y'all we are so <laughs> we deep. stopped counting we stopped <laughs> counting we are so deep in these in these episodes ladies that we just stopped counting but welcome back wives soon to be wives, um wives with experience new wives welcome back back to season two of three dope wives it's the podcast that opens the door to the real married life from the perspective of three amazingly dope wives we have a special topic coming up today but before we get started let me check in on these wives how y'all doing ladies I'm good. Snow Vids over. I'm Amen. about to get on another vacation. So
2: yes. my life is great right now. Where are you going this time, Ellie? <laughs> Florida stayed. again. You no, I'm going to Florida. Flights. That's <laughs> I'm, going back. I'm going back to Florida. Um, This was planned pre-Snow vids, so So okay. it, it just is what it is. And then next week I go, I mean, next month I go again for my dad's birthday. It must be nice to have uh, Florida as home. Home. Mm-hmm. Right. It is. It is. And it's cheap. It's like $60 round trip.
1: Listen, mm. tickets right now are crazy. My mm-hmm. my husband was trying to get us to go to New York for spring break during the pandemic and knowing that it's still cold in New York for spring break. Yeah, it's cold. Because the tickets like for all for me and the, me, my husband and the two kids to go, the tickets were like
0: 300 under, round trip. For yeah, everybody. like yes. under $400.
1: It's and we was really considering until we was like, wait a minute, it's super cold in New York, <laughs> and um, they don't really take to visitors well during a pandemic. No, so <laughs> they got a lot wanted... of cool stuff though. Yes, oh, yes. I mean, like at some point, we definitely want to go. My son has been wanting to go. Um, I was like, okay, well, maybe for his sixteenth birthday, y'all can do a guys trip, oh, and cool. you know, a couple of the dads and the sons can go to New York and you know, hang out. Um, you know and do that kind of thing
3: they that was one of the hardest hit places though and they still oh. having governor cuomo is still having pandemic issues yes. and
1: i'm sure they got ptsd too Not the i PTSD. got ptsd <laughs> from last
3: week <laughs> <laughs> from snowman from snowman 2021 we lost power for days it was <sighs> it was yes i I'm, I'm like i need counseling after that that's so sad it was somebody Huh? you need to talk to somebody you I do I do You, I couldn't cook oh. and then I went to a friend's house and they were doing that how she was traumatizing me with the electricity <laughs> came on for 30 minutes and she like was prepared food and doing everything in 30 Quick. minutes yes yeah. I'm like that's that's too much <laughs>
2: yes. she's giving you
1: anxiety yes, yes. Yes, if you did not know how to cook a whole meal in 30 minutes, Snowvid right. uh, taught you how right. to charge your phone, cook a meal, uh, yep. vacuum, watch a show. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. That is so crazy. Yes, I'm
2: still
3: trying to get through that. How are you, Misha?
1: I am Listen, I'm good. Uh I'm we post Snowvid. Um Amen. the grocery stores still don't have everything I need, so I know. <sighs> So I'm hitting like it, it funny for me is that business is being been popping. And so I've been having to put a lot of miles on my car, going to different oh, places, sure. trying to put stuff together because I'm like, I, I just want, I just, I just want Imperial sugar. I don't want your brand. <laughs> <laughs> I want Imperial. They, you know, <laughs> you sound like my mother-in-law. She likes I'm the Imperial saying. butter. She does yes. not like any butter, but Imperial. Listen, when I come to, it's like, I've tried the off brand, trying it to do it the a cheap way, but it makes a difference in all oh, in the icing. And oh my God, like I got, I just mm-hmm. got to have the of good stuff. When I give it to y'all, I got to have the of goods and we appreciate that that's it. too funny right right Look, okay you made some cakes I need a cake bro you know what that um carrot cake I made just to be off completely off topic for the listeners The <laughs> carrot cake that, I made, <laughs> that was bomb you need to it follow me and Misha made it was good um and it got snatched somebody actually bought it with a slice missing shut so, up um, with a slice missing a slice missing I'm not Oh wow yeah they was shut like girl up. I just want the cake. on. Ain't no special occasion. Bring it here. I was like, it's on the way. <laughs> Cash at me first. Well, I that is Farron's favorite. We'll have
3: to check that
1: out. <laughs> yes. Yes. It's so cute, too. I did a great job. Pat myself on the back. Somebody, somebody I girl. said back. I, I did girl. a great
3: job. <laughs> somebody got to pat me on the back. Listen,
2: we're
1: boosting confidence in
2: 2022. I loved. I loved <laughs> um, the arrangement you made for LaKendra.
3: Yes. I was just about to say that. It was oh, so cute.
2: La Kendra, that was we miss you, LaKendra. Yes. yes. LaKendra we
1: miss you yes that was too cute keep praying for that baby yes yes okay ladies so last week we listened to k michelle's song can't raise a man (laughs) yes that's what we talked about if you don't know listen to the song you cannot raise a man and we talked about raising a man and how it, it ain't no such a thing to put it <laughs> And we miss our girl was not with us, our um, co-host who has been hanging out with us while La Kendra is on maternity leave. Tamara, she's back with us today. And sis has some good feedback and some good info on that subject. We missed her on the show last week. So Tam, let us know what you feel about not being able to raise a man before we move on to today's topic.
3: So I think that um, it's kind of two schools of thought, no assembly required versus build a bear. Build a bear, mm. and oh. I mean, in all honesty, I do feel like we're all build a bears in some way, shape, or form. Like, my husband, when we first got married, he kept saying, I'm not a build a bear, I'm not a build a bear, I'm not a build a bear. And um, I was listening to this relationship expert, and she was like, Girl, you better get you a build a bear. And build a bear, in all honesty, like, can you say you're the same person you were when you first got married? No, No. thank you. And a lot of it had to do with your husband and changing and growing Mm -hmm. to be the wife that he wants, and he has to change and grow to be the husband that you want. Yes. Okay. So, in that that perspective, I get it. We all kind of build a bear. Now, there's a limit to how much building you should have to do, right? right? Because building a bear is expensive. (laughs) Listen, (laughs) it's like fifty dollars.
1: Right. Yes. Yes,
2: but in all honesty,
3: life. that's kind of what marriage is for your entire life. You build a Right, it is there. a job. Yes, Ooh, so we really, is.
1: so we really a whole builder bear station. <clears throat> <laughs> right, right. Uh, somebody done picked us off the the shelf on the wall. And walking mm-hmm. us through, if you've ever be- been... dressing a group, us. dress, oh, Lord. Put put on this career. Put on this cooking <laughs> <Yeah>. hat. <laughs> put this, this accessory, this some vacuum. Some even got voice boxes. Some have, yep. some have hearts. <laughs> you can put the heart inside yeah. the Build-A-Bear
0: and yes. it beats...
1: <laughs> Folks need that. They need to build a bear in their life. Look, okay, but so I would say other. that's the
3: danger in absolutes. Like you know, you hear all the time people say, "This is who I am," and you should be able to find somebody who accepts you just as you are. That's mm-hmm. unrealistic. But on the other hand, you should not have to twist and turn and contort yourself into a whole different person. Right. But True. there's there's growth that is required.
1: Growth and maturation required but right. not come not a whole different person like when you walk out of build a bear it's still the same bear that you got bear. off the shelf right you just right. assembled you some, it yes it got to look a little extra this and a little extra that that's exactly. it. exactly that's it okay I love that school of thought build a bear mm-hmm. can well, we're gonna be using it time I look so I ran into this build a bear man <laughs> right <laughs> <laughs> now ladies in this week's episode we are talking about money we're talking about the cream. Cash rules everything around me. The bread, the dough, <laughs> dinero, the lucci, mm. the cake, bands. Like all bag. of
0: that. Bag. <laughs> bag. Okay. The bag. The coin.
1: All of that. The We're, coin. The coin. We're talking about everything with marriage and money. And how it where affects... Where the money reside, where, where the, the money, money reside, reside <laughs> where the <laughs> money reside. Yes. We're talking Y'all about got anything. a song for everything. Uh, how <laughs> it, yes, and how it affects our marriage. And let me tell you something. You, It it can. It does. It can. It does. It, it does. Ill. It mm-hmm.
3: wants to. It's one mm-hmm. of the top reasons for divorce. Yes. Uh-huh.
1: Money has a mind of its own. It has its own objectives in your marriage. And <laughs> if you don't for train real. yourself in, in the money, then who? it will take over everything. Good, bad. Absolutely. Ugly. So if y'all don't know, we have with us somebody who has pretty much done a really good job at this got a lot of background with this our own Tamara. so she's going to be our very own <laughs> expert right here, expert in the building and so she is going to be walking us through some stuff so um the first thing we want to talk about is what girl because we need you
3: we need oh, okay you. first i'm gonna start off with a disclaimer i have no certifications don't ask.
1: don't ask <laughs> <at> you don't <laughs> at me
2: period
3: oh. <laughs> period oh. <laughs> But um, this is something that's been a passion of mine, you know, because I've always been really concerned about legacy. And I heard somebody put it um, in a very interesting way that money is about liquidity, longevity and legacy. Mm-hmm. Um, so when we focus on that in marriage, a lot of times we bring our own baggage and thoughts and ideas um about money that we don't even realize it's, it's psychological hold on hold um, on you didn't tell us we was gonna have to get a pen and a piece of paper you
1: <laughs> to write the three <laughs> l's down ladies hey. go go yes. pause, pause it for a second pause it for First, a second go get go your point is baggage in a piece of paper <laughs> write down the three l's what's the three l's
3: again liquidity so that's yeah. just having cash available mm-hmm. like having money that you can spend Longevity, having money that lasts over time, Mm. over your lifetime. So Mm -hmm. think about, you know, how you live in now and how you retiring Mm -hmm. Um, and then legacy.
0: Um, Having money money.
3: to leave, yes, to your kids. Um, um, And as black folks, a lot of times we miss out on the legacy part Mm -hmm. because we may be the first generation that went to college or the first generation that has money. And now we got to help mama and them and cousins and them. Um, But we need to start focusing on being able to position our kids so that they don't have to do that and they can have better choices. You know, a lot of us are working jobs. We don't like because we got to just sustain. Right, 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 right. And we want to keep our kids from having being in that position.
1: Yes. Okay. So let's talk about this baggage. Um, what ideas or philosophies or emotions about money do you do we bring into marriage? Right. Let's talk about that kind of thing.
3: Right. I so think, I think that's. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. I think,
2: I think it, it it boils down to, like you were saying, Tamra, we want to create legacy, but a lot of people, you know they haven't been able to either they're you know working blue collar jobs or they don't have the education to to be able to mm-hmm. um make that that long money so right. this conversation interestingly enough has come up with me and my husband and he um he always points out like you have always talking about me you have always been comfortable right. as a kid Like you're, you've never gone for any need Mm -hmm. or want. Like you've Mm -hmm. always had more than enough Mm -hmm. him. He's like, I've had enough, but I haven't had enough to spare. You know what I mean? So Mm -hmm. he's like the feeling of being broke or possibly going broke or anything Mm -hmm. in that kind of capacity is really triggering to him. Mm -hmm. And so Mm -hmm. when we get into like financial um, conversations, the baggage that he brings is that he worries a lot about money a lot. Oftentimes money is his under, like is his motivator, which mm. I mean, for many of us it is right. right. Yeah. Um, but for me, like he could be stressed out about something and I'm like, Oh, we'll be fine. Like we're yes. going to be okay. Right? right. And so it's hard for me to um, I don't want to say understand, but I have to be intentional on, on like really saying, okay, this is where my husband's, you know, stress level is the root. Like, this is where the root is coming from, right? Yeah. And that's a
3: really good point, Adelise, because I, I have a very similar situation um, in that, you know, I grew up very comfortable and, um, you know, for black folks, we would be considered affluent and um, my husband grew up, you know, it was a struggle. And so, I mean, we had this whole discussion last week because with Snowmageddon, um, it was no food. <laughs> Done with Snowmageddon and snow. Uh, yes, and snow. Okay, so, I love it. <laughs> but anyway, so I went to the store. We, it went no eggs. We've been trying to get eggs. And so my husband went a couple days later and it was egg- He came home with not the dozen. I just asked him for a dozen eggs. He came home with the 18, the dozen and a half, yeah, yeah, two yeah. of those. Who to eat thirty six eggs? <laughs>
1: <better make> <laughs> omelets. Look, he eggs, didn't know salad. how long snowmageddon was gonna
3: last. You know, and so well, this is after, girl, because you know the grocery stores oh, were empty.
1: Yes, they were empty during snowmageddon. This was
3: after the fact. Yes, and he, but now he's triggered because he it's like, piling. exactly. Yeah, so, you ain't like, about to catch me again. And we had this whole discussion because we, I'm like, you know, I'm in a mindset of plenty like it's going to be some at some point and we you know mm-hmm. we're not going to struggle and he's in a mindset where well, I've gone without I'm not going to go without again right again uh-huh. They're gonna catch
1: me slipping <laughs> right. <laughs>
3: right so uh so yeah those are those two completely different philosophies that we got to join together and and figure out how to manage money together mm-hmm.
2: yeah
1: i think some people also i'm i'm from the same kind of school um where i grew up comfortable both my parents worked and had other things going on where there was you know some kind of income and mm-hmm. so but there are people who come in like our husband like you know the husbands have come in and came from nothing you know or there's people who came from nothing and their whole life they had to hustle up they had to hustle mm. up like their parents were hustlers and so right their school of thought is they always about hustling up so all of this all of this stuff, you know, or people who have seen their parents who have broken up because of money, mm. right? They bring that baggage in, you know? So mm-hmm. they're really sensitive anytime there's a conversation about money or anytime there's a conversation for the, you know, about, um, you know, spending money, having money, what do we do with money? They get a little bit tense. They get a little PTSD, a little money, PTSD. right? Mm-hmm.
3: And to Adelisa's point, we have to be intentional now about what we're passing on to our kids. Right. Um, yeah. and, and most of us, like I know on this, you know, the three of us, we're in a position where, um, our kids are not going to have to struggle. Mm-hmm. So yeah. how, what kind of money philosophies do we teach them? Because so you know- the wrong ones, <laughs> <laughs> wrong,
1: cause they got everything, whatever they want and they get an allowance. Yeah. Yeah, they're very entitled and they see Isn't us doing so whatever so funny we want.
2: that you say allowance cause Edgar and I are pl- planning to go on a date night cause we've kind of been disconnected through the week. And, um. I texted Maya, my baby, right, and I was mm-hmm. like, "So you you want to um, babysit your brother?" And she was like, "Is that going to be my allowance?" <laughs>
1: oh. and I'm like,
2: Heffa, this is your brother.
1: How about that?
3: How about watch? This your is own for blood? the S R
1: E E E. your blood. Okay. Talk about is this
2: going to be my allowance? But, but
3: we it. get the questions like, do the dishes. Well, how much am I going to get for that? You but know, yes. you know what? I did
2: hear one of my neighbors. She she implements this really cool thing. She has two girls and. When they get money, there's three jars. Each of them have their own three little mason jars with their name on them. Mm -hmm. And they have to give 10% as a tithe. So their bucket is 10% for God. Uh Then they have 10% to give away. And then they can keep the rest. And so they have these jars where every time they get them, they divvy up their money. Mm-hmm. Kind of same thing with Amaya. Her mom, um, she works for Charles Schwab, so she's in the oh good uh, financial. Yeah, so industry, she's in yeah. the financial industry. Whenever Amaya gets money, she has to save sixty percent of her money.
1: Oh lord, her mama is
2: sixty percent. Well, I was but say Amaya. That was her, when listen, I tell you, her her mama, Amaya uh, is beautiful. Oh my God, Amaya is beautiful. Her mama beautiful. Like Amaya set.
1: She got to save
2: 60% and she uh, and her mom cat has been doing that since Amaya has been born.
3: So she got guap. That reason. is instilling. Amaya
2: is good, big exactly. good.
3: Exactly. <laughs> that's also instilling the philosophy of saving with her. Like I, I totally yeah. love the ten percent giving, um, and tithing, and then um, I would also add a savings component in there. For yes, to get them in that habit. And I actually uh was listening to um a money podcast the other day where these guys were saying. Um, $6,000 at age 12, if you put it into an IRA for your child, yes. they'll have a million dollars when they retire. Mm-hmm. That's great. Yes. So, you know, you can set your kids up to be able to, you know, focus on, cause I know a lot of us, like we, we struggle in trying to get this, these 401ks and IRAs mm-hmm. and, and you know, all of this set together and we, we got 15, 20, 30 years to get this <laughs> knocked Mm-mm. out. And some of us don't even know about these things until we're 30 or 40. Yes. Um. And, you know, we got less time to get all of this set up. And so now we're struggling working jobs and trying to save money and whatever we're not. And if we could get, you know, $6,000 now, so your kid doesn't have to think about that and they can focus on life. Listen, right. and the
1: problem is that we don't have the information. Like for my exactly. kid, for no reason You're at absolutely all. absolutely right. For no reason at all, my 14-year-old son is um, a saver for no reason at all. It's not like we've had classes and taught him about saving. It's not, I mean, of course, you know, they watch us and we're their example, Um, but like he is a saver, like he always has Money for the things that he wants to do, and, and he some things saves they just it. came here with. Yes, and he just saves it for. I mean, I'm like, sometimes he have more cash than I do. I'm like, I'm like wait a minute, like, <laughs> hey, you got <laughs> Let me 10 dollars to go <laughs> to go buy something. I I be, got fifty till Friday. You know, <laughs> like, what do we, what we what, what's going on? You know, but they are, and so I think you know one of the things that we don't know um, as a, as a culture and is all of these secrets and things that have been hidden from us that we don't have, um, yes, you know, girl. the, the, the forefather, our forefathers had no idea about, cause we were still trying to get in a position, you know, so we couldn't, we didn't know about IRAs. We didn't know about stock, uh, you know, stocks and playing the market. We didn't know about all of those things because we were too busy just trying to keep a job and keep whoever was at that job happy, not asking no questions about 401k, not even asking for a higher 401k match or those questions when we apply for jobs, Right. you know, that not right. be important and struggling so much that we don't even put money in the 401k when we get jobs. And that's but something we just that we so we're happy to have a job. Just, exactly yeah. that's something we definitely have to teach the kids like I remember my first job was at Popeye's chicken and biscuits and um it was <laughs>
2: not the chicken and biscuits why you, you have to say, a, the uh... you <laughs> say the whole
1: name you have to say the whole name put some respect she on the chicken Popeye's chicken, chicken and, biscuits. and bis- put some respect on the chicken they made us put respect <laughs> on the chicken baby Popeye's chicken and, biscuits. and um, <laughs> i say it every Funny. time. And um, they had, and, and I started part-time, but then when I, you know, I had the option to go into full-time, I remember the guy telling me about 401k and I was like, Psh all oh, right right that's I'm gonna see today <laughs> yes and this is and this is me being in a DECA uh, if you know about deck, I'm not sure if that's something that's national but I was in a program where they taught that and then after I learned about it like from then I started saving mm-hmm. in my 401k but mm-hmm. that was all I knew was 401k I didn't know about all of the other options that's the only
2: thing road. I knew about yeah I just knew about the 401k, too. And that's just because my mom always been like, if you have 401k benefits, you
3: better do it. You better do it. Exactly. So I was blessed that my father said that, too, because my first thought I was at my first job out of college, he said, get a 401k. And I was like, seriously, you taught my money. I'm not going to see for 40 years. Are you serious right now? Me, too. Um, but I'm thankful for that. And and Lamisha, you just kind of dove right into the whole legacy part of it. And just, you know, our legacy has been that Black folks traditionally don't know any of these financial tips or planning mm. or money management. Um, and so, yeah, you're absolutely right. We just need to figure out how to break those financial generational curses um, for the next generation. And thankfully, like Adelie, some of us, um, you know, have had that and have had some guidance um and so we need to continue to learn and pass it on.
2: Look, we need to be like these white folks out here. You know? Like if you go up and down Preston Road, that's all nothing but long money. All that land? Yes. Look. It's old money. Old long yes. legacy. That is a huge legacy. Yes,
1: and passing things down to our kids that, you know, will set them up. So, I know like um we want to talk about kind of how we break break this financial generational mm-hmm. curse the one thing you said tam was talking about the six thousand mm-hmm. dollars that's one way um i know another, education education yes. life that's the main is, way listen, yeah. we all gonna go back ashes to ashes dust right. to dust. we Absolutely. all gonna we all going that way right so why not leave something life insurance mm-hmm. yes right life insurance policies yeah. like we are we don't uh, black people you know usually don't do life insurance policies and I think maybe my family my parents generation might have been the first generation yes and really I want to stop and
3: reiterate that because yes. you know a lot of times we end up leaving folks having to pay for funerals girl
2: and know. just stress go fund exactly with nothing go fund me's yep
3: you know, so mm-hmm. yes, life insurance is critical. And, and not only is life insurance critical, you know, we think of it as um, I'm, I'm gonna pay for the, the fu- funeral. But, you know, people get you can get hundreds of thousands to millions mm-hmm. of do- dollars. Mm-hmm. And you can set your kids up.
2: Mm-hmm. Cause, yes. I mean, because life, if, if life is just not promised. Like right. we don't we don't know what can happen tomorrow where if a life insurance policy is in place, mm-hmm. your significant other, that's just one
1: less thing Burden they have they to have. worry about. Yeah, they gotta yes. raise the kids without you. And right. so they don't wanna have to worry about finances. They wanna be able to spend the time that they need to help the kids heal mm-hmm. and grow from that. Um, I would also say maybe even having life insurance policies on the kids because Nova, yes. One, yes, because if something happens to the kids. I am if I'm having one of mine, I ain't gonna be no good to nobody. Right. So I'm gonna need to sit down somewhere. (laughs) So so having a life insurance policy on the kids will just alleviate the stress of, okay, they gave me three days bereavement. Now I got to go back to work. Right. Mm because well. you know, I don't exactly exactly
3: well the other thing is getting these life insurance policies while you're younger I mean a child you know definitely but even starting as an adult um 25 30 because mm-hmm. the difference in the cost of a life insurance policy you could get a million dollar life insurance policy for like 50 dollars at 20 a month, uh-huh. a month yes uh-huh. and then you try to get it at 40 or 50 and it's you know 100 more high dollars. risk yes uh-huh. Yeah. so um so these are things that we need to think about like you know the cost of this and, and, and getting these things done early um, will benefit you over the long run.
1: Yeah. Let's talk a, a little bit about with, you know, discussing legacy and stuff like that. Like what, um, what that sets kids up for that we struggled with. Mm. Um, and I have an example. So my husband, um, he had Taken out a loan just to kind of give a round story. He had taken out a loan, bought a really nice car, um, and loved the car. Um, drove it for you know some time, a couple years, and then decided he wanted to he wanted to buy a new car. And so, a lady came to buy the car. She bought the car in cash. Um and okay. it was it was a comma it was some two numbers no, <laughs> she
3: comma. said it was a comma
1: <laughs> right she bought the car in cash well no cat how we think about cash cars five hundred thousand dollar fifteen hundred dollar car no it was a cash car so it was like twelve fourteen thousand dollars something like that mm-hmm. she bought the car in cash. Um, and my husband, because he is never shy about, you know, trying to have conversations about money. He was like, okay, what's, what, what's up with it? You know, you just got right? 14 racks. Like what's, what's going <laughs> on? And, um, so basically she was like, well, her parents, she, she had the cash, like her parents, you know, set up and like, okay, we're going to buy your first car. Um, cause this was a young chick, right? Um, it was like a little BMW that he was selling. She, he, her parents like, okay, we're going to buy your first car. So they literally just gave her the cash to buy the, buy the car um, outright. And that was a debt that she did not have. Huh. She did not mm-hmm. pay a car note every month because her parents had made investments so that she could be set up for success. When you are 24 years yes. old getting out of college and you have a car note, car insurance, you're trying to find a place to stay and all of these other Stressful. things. If your parents are in a position where they can say okay you know what we're gonna buy your first car and we're gonna make sure you have a great safe car or we're gonna pay the first six months on your apartment because they've you know done the right things with their money then that sets you up for long time success because for the first six months you can wait and you know you don't have that bill
3: well, so cars actually are, um, according to studies, the biggest money loser
0: mm-hmm.
3: um, mm. in that if we had invested that money somewhere, you could multiply it like multiple Dave Ramsey times says over that all the
2: time. Yes, exactly. Money to work.
3: Mm-hmm. Exactly. And so like, but we, you know, want want to drive cars and want to look like we, we're doing something. Mm-hmm. And we end up with car notes for life because we got to switch out those cars and keep paying. So mm-hmm. that's huge. And then the other thing, Misha, to the point that you just made, like, um, we a lot of times have this philosophy i'm I'm, i know i did i'm I'm, (laughs) jesus is working on me but you know why should i (laughs) buy my kid blah 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 ain't nobody bought me me that you know i had Uh, to get my own and so um we don't really think about the mindset of legacy and how we can just set up generations and not just i think was beyonce's song um by her grandkids gonna be on forbes list. yes
1: for yes. no reason for no reason for not even working right yes. it's on Forbes list just that's old what money we need. just old money <laughs> I got that old Beyonce money well you know my grandmama was Beyonce <laughs> right and so uh I took a couple of dollars and flipped it and you know like that's what we yes that's exactly what we want for our kids you know we want them to not have to worry about the struggles and things that you know so we if, we don't, if we don't know so
2: I mean I think it, it's important to to point our listeners to the right direction right so mm-hmm. education is going to be your exactly. best tool exactly. and so you can take a financial class i know dave ramsey has them all the time yes um so i mean i think that's going to be the number one thing on okay if you're ignorant in that area then you know do something about that and and take I some highly- classes
3: I highly recommend Dave Ramsey, especially for people who are just starting out. Um, I really honestly believe that there's a lot of nuance to, you know, everything in life. Um, but with money, you know, when you get more financially savvy, then some of Dave Ramsey's um, principles are a little mm-hmm. basic. Mm-hmm. But um, but just starting out, if you don't know anything, Dave Ramsey's baby steps, his seven steps are excellent. Um, and Lamisha, also another point that you were saying about setting your kids up, Um not only are you setting them up for, you know, legacy and success and money, but to not be in a position where they have to do what they have to do and they get Mm. to do what they want to do.
1: Yes. Yes. That's
3: huge. Yeah. Cause
1: Mm -hmm. most of us do what we gotta do. Exactly. And yeah. Yeah. So,
2: so obvious, I mean, so we're talking about money, we're talking about marriage. So there's a negative side to that, right? Money could bring issues.
1: Oh girl. Yes, yes. Right. You could be
2: these broke <laughs> and have no money and, and that's then an issue. Can you over that? <laughs> right. And you fighting over that or you could have someone that I mean for me our, our marriage we joined bank accounts, right? So mm-hmm. you could have someone that's financial like financially like cheating.
3: Mhm. Mm-hmm.
2: Right? Like yes. sneaking money.
3: And it's a lot like when you get married, um I I think and this is why I'm really big on counseling. Um, because that's part of trying to figure out how you're going to handle money as a unit, mm-hmm. um, and you know some people some people have money problems and spending problems, and they you know maybe joint is not going to work for you, mm-hmm. um, and you have to figure out how to work those situations out. Um, but you know, being open and honest and transparent is key. So it and yes, it is financially cheating when you have a whole account that don't nobody know about and you stashing right. money away. And, um, just case, and just in case,
1: know. just in case he act, just in case this, act acts up, <laughs> I got me a little change. My mom, me, I know about it. My mama know about it. Yeah.
3: You know, and, and that's exactly that's what it is. Mama told me to do it. Yes. Uh-huh.
1: And that's, yes, yes. Yes. Setting us up. Setting us up. Yes.
3: So, um, and, and it happens the other way too. You know, you hear about women who have been married to for 15, 20 years and he got a, an account in the Cayman Islands. Yes. she don't know about, you know.
1: Okay, let's talk about the a small level of financial cheating. Let's talk about um the shoes that's in your trunk right oh, now. girl. <laughs> <laughs> why you wanna go there? Let's talk about the stuff, you know.
3: <laughs> <laughs> like why you in my business? <laughs> right.
1: Let's talk about how you uh your budget for your nails is really $30 every 2 weeks, but for some reason you end up spending 50 because you got to get the designs and you like the <laughs> coffin. <laughs> nail uh-huh. Uh-huh. and and we don't uh-huh. know you nobody knows you speaking to me mm-hmm. nobody knows where that other, the other extra <laughs> 20 came from mm-hmm. but that's tipping gratuity that's tipping mm, that's mm-hmm. that's what it was it wasn't mm-hmm. them coughing nails i'm a i'm a giver you mm, okay. <laughs> mm-hmm. 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 let's talk about let's talk about yeah. some of the things like that some of the things that women do in our marriage <laughs> that um the kids like, is a big one for you, me oh i'll be like
2: oh my god babe let me show you what i
1: bought nova so and he's like he does he's got eight
2: pairs of sneakers Mm-mm. why did you have to buy <laughs> that I nova's think, a big one
1: i think target oh is, my god i was just about to say target it's it, it propels women into financial cheating it does it you know what i'm saying it's a caveat it's like you know and,
2: and then they put the little um Five dollar, three dollar, yes. uh, one dollar, <laughs> right? As soon you, as you walk the in. whole section. Yes, yes, the
1: whole you walk in, target be like, hey girl. Uh-huh.
2: <laughs> your parts looking you real in. cute. What's in uh-huh. there? Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I love like the again, way your master card look.
3: That's where communication comes in. Um and grind with-
2: communicating my husband. I'm supposed to go into Target for some milk and I'm coming out with all types <laughs> of stuff. Uh,
1: uh, uh, listen, he's talking about I'm gonna pull around in front, I'm talking about just pop the trunk. Just pop he's the trunk. <laughs> <laughs> I don't need no help. Just pop the trunk. <laughs> <laughs> I'm throwing. a Target.
2: Back. Target's another beast. Ooh, uh, target. I don't know if I'm. I don't know if I'm communicating. Target. Now he knows. The thing is, is when I when I communicate, hey babe, I'm going to Target. He always kind of give me that look, like oh shit.
0: You're right.
3: <laughs> but yeah. I mean, so he knows. Um, he knows absolutely you know i I mean that can can be financial cheating and maybe it's just you know
2: (laughs) you know who you marry i feel like it would be cheating if i didn't like if i was like hiding
1: bags exactly that's what i'm talking about you know what i'm talking about hiding bags oh no i I don't do that i'm I'm talking about Going to work with a pair of shoes on from my closet and coming home with another pair of shoes and somebody being like are those new? No, I wore. I you saw I just walked in you the house. Seen on. These on the I had them all day. Like right? I mean, <laughs> I took a selfie at lunch. You saw I had them on then. Like these are old. I've been. I've been. That's financial days. cheating. That's cheating. At, yes. <laughs> yes. That's shady. Yes. yes. We gonna pray for you on that. Is one. that a new dress? No. <laughs> Tucking the tag in. I've been had this dress. <laughs>
3: <laughs> so. Another issue, though, is uh, financial abuse. Um, and we see this a lot with couples, generally, where one has a higher More. income than the other mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. and um, mm-hmm. decides that they are going to be in complete control of everything. Yep. And, um, and, you know, once you get married, you a team, it's joint, it's, yes. a, it's a joint effort. So you have to figure out how mm-hmm. to work it out together. Mm-hmm. Um, but we also have to recognize there's a difference between uh, abuse control. And boundaries um, okay. because like what I was saying earlier like um, you may have a spouse who has a gambling problem or a spending problem mm-hmm. and at which point you have to set boundaries to protect your family finances mm-hmm. right so, so you can't just um,
1: leave you can't just leave because he
3: you know too much exactly um or beyond that even just in a day-to-day regular you know non-abusive marriage you have to set boundaries because you have to create financial goals together and you know this is how much you get per month you know your discretionary my discretionary this is what we're going to spend on bills This, you know just setting a budget is is so i have a question so what
2: if you're in a situation where and i'm i'm asking this cuz I know a couple women that are. So, let's just say husband's the made breadwinner, mom's a stay-at-home mom. Mom uh, really, you know, doesn't work. Me, yeah. Me. Um and so now you have some men that have that mentality of, well, you know, you're supposed to just be taking care of my kids type thing and then when the when the wife wants to go, you know, spend something or do s- anything, it's always like, it's, it's a sense of control. Like, mm-hmm. why are you going to spend that? Or 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 you don't need to be spending that, you know? And so is that, I mean,
0: you get that's permission. not healthy. Yeah, you no, gotta it's get not,
3: permission. No, it's not healthy at all. And honest, honestly, you really want a balanced marriage. So if I'm not asking you every dollar that you spend in, why are you asking me every dollar that I'm spending? And I, I think a helpful way also to set that limit is if we're spending joint money, Anything under, like my husband and I have a $200 limit. Anything under $200, you know, we're not going to have a discussion about it. Now, if you come home with a $300 gadgets you got from Home Depot and we ain't talked about this. Mm-hmm. That's a discussion. That's a good
2: So, so set a number
3: exactly. for you and
2: your spouse to be like, "Okay, this is where we need to discuss."
3: Exactly. And oh, yeah. and, and, and and there should be discretionary. I mean, so I'm I'm trying not to sound judgmental, I, but I just feel like there should be a discretionary. You know, everybody's different,
0: mm-hmm. but it
3: makes life easier when you say, "You get X amount a month, I get X amount a month, um, we can spend it however we want to." And it doesn't warrant a discussion, however, that money is spent. And it, you know, it's the same amount of money. Yes. Nobody feels like they're better than the other one because you're equal partners. If one person yes. is staying home, taking care of kids and cooking and taking care of the house, it's that's a job. As a job. Yes. Right. It's
2: so a job, right? So what about the women that don't know absolutely anything about their husband's finances? Um,
3: yeah, that's like, another form of Like the abuse.
2: one that, you know, has X, Y, Z, but literally has no clue yes. on What is coming in, what is going out, where money is, if there's a state like completely in the dark.
3: And I've seen that happen um, even with women who who have good jobs and make good money, um, but they're just with controlling men. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, sometimes men—I think last week y'all talked about firstborn domineering—and mm-hmm. um, so sometimes men are just like that, and just I'll pay, f- I'll pay for the the um, mortgage, I'll pay for you know, so they're paying everything,
0: mm-hmm.
3: um, so the women don't really know what is coming in but
1: that's on the woman too like you have exactly. to actually be engaged in the finances and I'll tell you from me what me where my me and my husband are right now because we weren't always in this space um my husband is the breadwinner I don't work I hustle um I hustle these cakes these pies, strawberries <laughs> and, and so <laughs> um but he like I am engaged in what's going on with Mm -hmm. finances. I'm very engaged. As a matter of fact, like we got to the point where I was really engaged. I understood it. So we created kind of a whole, like a whole spreadsheet of everything. So anytime that I wanted to know, I could go in and look at it. Now in this current season, I am not as engaged one because we've we both like after 15 years, we're both kind of trained. We trust each other. Um, we want the same you know, thing. We want the same goals. And we both know that. So there's no reason for me to kind of be like every day seeing what's going on with the money. Let me check right. the spreadsheet. What's in the budget, this and this and this. Like if my husband like, oh, I got a raise and a promotion. I'm like, boom, let's go eat. You know, I'm not, <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm not like, Oh, how much it? Is, is it? How are we going to spend it? I trust that, you know, he's going to make some decisions and going to move some things around. And then after we decide after, you know, he says, okay, this is what I want to do. I can be like, okay, well, this is what I would like to do. And we find a happy medium because, right. you know, we both have the same goals. We both want to retire by a certain age, right. some, some earlier than others. Um, And we just, you know, after a while, you just have to, you know, trust each other.
3: But I think your your um, a point you made there, Lemisha, is transparency, um, and and so knowing what's going on after after podcasting with uh, your husband for a couple years. One of the things I really picked up from him that I love that you guys do is your financial kind of summit.
1: Yes, our financial.
2: Uh-huh. Yes,
3: <laughs> and so you know, having that, you know, once a quarter or, or however you want to do it, you know, even if you want to do monthly budgeting together, mm-hmm. sit down together and walk through everything. So everybody knows what's coming in and what's going out. So nobody's shocked, you know, cause you see it's all kinds of movies where um, the wife finds out they broke. Right. You know? right. <laughs> Somebody <laughs> show up like,
1: okay, moving trucks here. I'm like, what? <laughs> what? I'm uh, making uh, eggs.
3: Why? Uh-huh. <laughs> so, yes. Yeah, so being transparent
1: is a big thing for marriage, yes. right? Right?
3: Yes.
1: So, we know that money can lead to fighting, money can lead to divorce. Right. Um, and some of the things that we're talking about are going to help get get away, get y'all through and get away from <laughs> some of those right. things. Um, so how do you determine what models or what works for your marriage? Like how do you say, "Okay, this is this is what we should do."
2: Like I, I think I think what what you and Steven do have a, you have to have a discussion at Mm -hmm. the end of the day, it's going to start with a discussion. Now, if you're not comfortable to have that discussion, then you have to find some, something is, is in you that needs to be coming out. Right. So seek counseling. Maybe you might have triggers that, that just kind of, um, you know, not allow you to have that discussion. You might be worried or Whatever it might be, um, but you definitely need to have the discussion. Point and I period. think it's
3: critical to know yourself and know who you're married.
1: Right. Mm.
2: So
3: you know if you're good about with money, you know, right. you know. Yeah, uh,
1: that's true. Know who is good and who we right. said that last finances. time. Be aware. Right.
3: So Mm -hmm. self-awareness. And I think that's the biggest thing because a lot of times we come in um, and I know for me being, you know, getting married at 40. um, I've been doing this for long. I know Mm -hmm. how to do blah, blah, blah. But I mean, sit back and have a real assessment. And okay, my spouse has has been doing, you know, his finances for X amount of time as well. And he's in a better position than I'm in. Maybe I need to relinquish this.
1: Mm -hmm. Maybe to let go of your finance, your check to check financing. And let your husband take over because obviously he's, he's done well with savings or maybe you were as the woman, I mean, and that makes it a little bit different. Like as a woman, when you have, when your husband has to let go of the fact that he's not Mm -hmm. as, as anal as you are when it comes to money (laughs) and And has to let you run the money.
3: I heard a preacher uh, talk about this one time and how he just insisted because he was the man, he do the money. And, um, he it stressed him out for 20 years of marriage. Wow. He was stressed out every month doing it, but he felt like as a man, that's what I'm supposed to do. And then he gave it up to his wife and he said, it's been five years.
2: Mm-hmm. Their
3: finances have flourished more than they had when he was working on them.
2: You got to play to your strengths. <laughs> yes, he's mm. not stressed
3: no more and she's good at it. <laughs> it's, you know, yeah. so, so, so yes, go. exactly. So it's, it's uh, as Adelaide said, it's about communicating, get a therapist if you need a therapist and be honest about who's good with what.
2: right right. so how do we grow to drop some gems on our aspiring wives and our our why dope wife nation community how do we grow our finances and leave something behind
3: i think you just made a good point Adelise, about aspiring wives um because that is something legacy is something that's always been important to me even a single with no kids Um, so start now if you're not married Mm. um you know, work on your investments. There's, um, you know, 401k and we talked about the retirement stuff, the Mm -hmm. IRAs, but also, um, you know, you can invest now for that liquidity now um, to be able to pull money out now in stocks and bonds. Um, Reduce reduce debt. Reduce your debt. Mm -hmm. Like that's that's, that's, Mm -hmm. uh, Dave Ramsey's first thing. is Reduce your debt. Exactly. Get rid of it. And we say reduce it, but, you know, if you can pay everything off, pay everything off. I had... House, car, um, all credit cards, everything paid off um, by age thirty. That's so. So so don't nobody care. (laughs) It is possible. It is and possible. That's the biggest. And it's thing, freeing, though.
1: right? It's
2: freeing. Exactly.
3: Student loans. That's the biggest thing we start thinking. I'm just gonna have to die with these student loans.
2: That's how no, I think, child. Yeah. yeah. I'm pretty much settled in.
1: That's on how it. I think. I'm like, the mm, thing's going. Department with of me. Education gonna be at the funeral. Like, is she really it uh-huh. Because her payment's supposed to come out next week. Uh-huh.
3: <laughs> so if you focus, you can do it, um and then save up. And and Lamisha, you mentioned earlier, life insurance is critical. Um, you know, I, I didn't get it early on because I didn't have no kids and I didn't want to pay the money. Mm-hmm. Um, but I did finally, what was in my thirties was like, okay, I want to have kids at some point. Let me go ahead and prepare for them and get this life insurance now.
1: Mm, so, the aspiring wives preparation.
3: Exactly. Mm-hmm. And for, you know, the, the, all of that kind of goes with, you know, once you are married as well. Um, but I just don't want people to feel like, well, I'm not married yet. I don't have kids yet. So I don't start yet. Mm. Go ahead and get started like now, whatever your position is. And then real estate, that's something that I'm really interested in and working on growing my real estate portfolio. Um, Texas is crazy right now. Mm -hmm. Um, Everything is going above asking price. Yes. Mm -hmm. Um, But, you know, real estate is cyclical. So just wait. It's going to go from being a seller's market to a buyer's market and and pick up something
1: and hold it. That's a whole oh my goodness that's that's really good. I really wish we had more time to talk more about that <laughs> because there are some some things ladies like I don't know hit hit somebody up Hit us up. Let us know if you have any advice. If you have any um things that you have done with real estate or um the three L's, if you considering the three L's, like all that stuff, that is good stuff. I know again, there is way more to that that I would love Mm -hmm. to dive into. We might have to do another podcast on that, just the preparation and all. But we gotta talk about what's popping in the press because since um 2021 and what was it that you called it snowmageddon it's Tens- some something in between all of that some things have popped off y'all and we got to talk about it today i would love for us to focus in on during that snowmageddon and snow like what were we doing because i was all into netflix and i was watching <laughs> some shows what about y'all i was not i was it in was- florida uh,
3: here you I'm go. I so jealous.
2: Oh, I was in Florida, um, girl. I was trying to
3: get heat in front of a fireplace. So I, did,
2: I did not. I did not engage in any Netflix. Actually, <laughs> so yeah. So lucky.
1: Okay. So what is it? Okay. So so what is it that you do watch on TV? Is there anything that you watch on TV that you uh, feel like is something good for the people to check? Um. Out? No, because I watch Disney Plus.
3: Mm-hmm. oh but y'all um yeah. anybody watch married at first sight anybody oh, seen oh, it watch married at first. I watched the last I watched the
1: last season I believe and there's a couple on there they have like a um I think a, like, like a Nigerian last name they got a YouTube channel oh, yeah. now and they just had they um a just baby? had their yes yes they had yes. a boy I love that couple <laughs> they're
3: cute yes, and I, then the, I
1: didn't know a... about them at first yes there was a girl who was like a virgin are these yes. on Netflix? Because yes.
3: see, I'm going to just like to watch
1: some.
2: It's well, so, Lifetime. So they, they, have,
3: okay. they have them on, like, the older seasons on Netflix and Hulu. Okay. But Lifetime is actually... So I'm watching the current season, and this season is crazy. I mm. really feel like they did this on, on purpose for ratings. But there is one couple on there. The dude was engaged, like... He ain't said exactly how much time, but a few months before uh-huh. is what he's trying to claim before he went on the show to get married to somebody else and now his ex fiance is 6 weeks pregnant 6 weeks oh, my and i'm wait like 6 weeks 6 weeks girl 6 weeks and i'm like and that's that's i'm like in medical terms that really means you hit it 4 weeks ago right that's fresh right that's right you you still smell her on you that's that was a Yes, but there's so much in that because the girl is really trying to. It's a sister, and and she really trying to work through. And you know, she's a Christian. She believes in God and marriage. And I'm like, baby, let him go. And mm-hmm. so they are married. They are married.
1: They are married because married at first sight. Like you see the person at the altar.
3: Exactly mm-hmm. for the first time.
1: For the first time, and you say I do. So they're married, and they he married found a out week. a week, and he found out that his ex-fiance on their honeymoon. Oh they only a honeymoon he found
3: mm. out on the honeymoon that she was pregnant
1: oh my God so now he got a baby mama
2: and a new wife and a new wife yes
3: and now he told me he think he may still be in love with his ex
2: with the baby mama what yes
3: um oh <sighs> okay
1: but I, I need to know why are they no longer engaged like did she break it off because he's still he's in love in. with her then okay he
3: said well no what he said was they had trust issues.
1: Mm. so is this his baby though is she the cheater or is he
2: I think that's just real surface he he
3: has a narcissistic personality Mm. um, because he really don't want to let the wife go either because he sees she's loyal she is down for the cause okay so you know so he's doing just enough to keep her hanging on
0: Mm -hmm.
3: um and Poe baby I'm like eh, eh, once he said he had a uh, well first of all on the first night he told her he wasn't she wasn't his typical type boo (laughs) <laughs> um, so Boo. he told his br- right. he told her bridesmaids that um, and, but he still wouldn't How would it. you say that okay but you know what okay wait wait let's go back
1: that could be true I mean it's your first night the first time you saw somebody and it depends on how he said it. He could be like, Oh, well, you know what? She's honestly, you know, you're not my typical type, but you're a beautiful no. woman. No. And girl. Well, I mean, he said, said that all the I'm way trying way to up. fix it.
3: I'm trying to <laughs> fix it. Did, <laughs> he, he tried. He tried. He did tell her she was beautiful, but she was not her typical his typical type. But he still had sex with her like two or three times in the first
1: day. That's on her. She shouldn't have gapped it. She should, That's have, right. she should have locked it down for the call. That's I'm uh-huh. saying.
3: Uh-huh. So he well, actually, they had sex and he told her that after. Afterward. is he fine afterwards no great just i right.
2: he just all he, ain't right? even, he ain't even that fine
3: no what's his name I mean, I need he's cute him. his name is chris uh, <laughs> season 12 oh, I'm a, <laughs> season 12 okay okay I'm, over here. I'm, a I chris. Wait.
0: I
1: I'm gonna have to catch up i'm <laughs> gonna have to binge watch and catch no, up because i need this, a, to see what yes. this unfolds and what what it's happens some
3: crazy but i'm like there's no way married at first sight did not know that man um, one was a narcissist and two had a fiance at some point but and they do all ratings. the
1: interviews they do all the interviews and stuff beforehand so maybe they didn't know listen narcissists oh, are really cute good. at all
2: thank really? you <laughs> <laughs> uh, i'm trying to be nice <laughs> He not no he's not Ugly. even cute his uh, if this is his ex, his ex is cute she
1: so, I mean,
2: is, is her ex? so she didn't marry
1: a booger wolf and he's oh, not even he's he not that she, bad he ain't no nah, he girl he's bad <laughs>
2: You bad, <laughs> at least say he bad. Nah, Mm-mm. he ain't the okay,
1: okay, okay. So listen, I
2: to be having all this drama around these two people. Uh, uh-uh. uh. Oh. So
1: we need to watch this show. So y'all yes. need to watch this show, so y'all can um, we could be talking about it some more. I want to know. Yes.
3: So what you've been watching? Oh,
1: okay, so I just watched a movie called I Care a Lot. Oh, and good so movie. it was in Netflix, like top ten. Y'all, this movie, like there's no good people in this movie. <laughs> everybody they all trifling. Everybody in the movie. They all bad guys. Everybody in the movie are they all bad guys. They all trifling. They all greedy. They all are narcissistic. They all lying. Like they're you have to find it's like the poli- it's like the, the campaign. It's like the presidential <laughs> campaign. It's just a good pick analogy. the best, the best <laughs> out of both evils. Like just pick one. who side you on? Like who do you That's, want to sympathize with?
3: You spend the whole movie going who am i rooting for hey, it
1: why yes, why would i root for <laughs> wait a minute you trifling you trash why am i rooting for you why do i want you not to die like oh my gosh let me tell you something it's a good movie basically just to without giving away everything about the movie so what's happening is um there's this company that um maybe illegally not illegally um takes, it's legal it's legal takes it's over fun. guardianship of elderly people in order to um, commandeer their whole entire lives, all of their wealth, their homes, their assets, and everything, like, they just take it all, and it just so happens that when they, and they are a very successful company, and when they do it this time, they pick the wrong one. (laughs) They picked the wrong one, but yep. in the end, it kind of made you feel like maybe they picked the right one, but then it was like, no, that was the wrong one. Like it's, <laughs> it's a lot, but it is so good. Like I, I watched it and was like, I watched it on my cell phone and then I was like, hurry it up to get to my next stop so they can put the grocery in the back of my car so I could watch the rest of it. <laughs> I was like, I'm going to have to watch it.
3: Have oh, you God. reevaluating some things?
1: <laughs> yes. It was very interesting. It's a very good watch. You should definitely watch it um what else is going on and popping in the press at least you guys i was
3: gonna say back to snowmageddon (laughs) Snowmageddon. yeah go ahead
2: what about what happened in snowmageddon so y'all heard about ted
3: cruz talking about his wife was pissed about these texts so (laughs) she texted everybody i'm just like okay if you're gonna do something wrong don't leave a paper trail right but they he tried to say that they they'd already planned a trip or um that he was just gonna he just wanted to escort his his girls mm-hmm. to cancun and he was gonna come right back mm-hmm. um and then the text started leaking that she sent to the neighbors inviting everybody. time it's freezing we leave and y'all can come with us ritz Not- carlton got a deal for 300 something dollars <laughs> a night <laughs>
1: He didn't. So wait, this the whole time he was trying to play it off, right? When he left, we talked about this last last Uh -uh. episode, but it didn't came out that this was something they planned because it was called. Because all intentions and left the dog and left the dog. Who took care of the dog? (laughs) Nobody they They they
3: said they left a security guard so then they had to come back and say that but it was funny because somebody said out of everything Ted Cruz has done this is what white people gonna be upset about
1: the dog they was (laughs) mad about that dog they had a picture (laughs) of the dog looking lonely and hungry in the door in the door (laughs) (laughs) snowflake snowflake was looking pitiful so this, so let's talk about these neighbors, who neighbors she thought yeah, was, messy. Ooh, she was messy. Oh, them things! These are people that she was going to travel with. Like she was going to sh- planes. They don't have. But they was probably salty out.
2: because I mean we don't know their financial situation. We know Ted Cruz got the means to be able to do it, but we don't know their financial situation. So and they, they were probably they salty.
3: Two million dollar house. Then people around them ain't broke. True,
1: but. They wanted everybody to know that Ted Cruz and his wife was trash because (laughs) they leaked text messages. They (laughs) I heard it was a couple of people who did it. Yeah. Wow.
3: And now she pissed. You shouldn't have left the paper trail. And she mad. Yes. She
1: mad because she didn't got told on.
3: Well, I have several seats.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Have several seats. They actually went
3: to protest their house in Houston. Oh, they
1: did? They, well, Houston will. They will walk around in Houston. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they will walk around <laughs> with a sign. They oh, my goodness. Ted Cruz, I mean, he should just bow down, just bow yes. out and just be quiet and sit somewhere and just well, hide this be out. He's not. He's not. They're already no. talking about Donald Trump being the um, leading candidate for GOP in 2024. They wouldn't impeach him. So now they, they want him back in 2024. I can't if if you, you have not heard, like he's they he definitely thinks that he's a front-running candidate. I cannot. So, if y'all ready for another uh Donald Trump United States of America, then good. If not, um see if you can get sponsored to work in a different country or <laughs> right, or
2: take your asses out to vote
1: or take go out to vote. Like you're ready you today. Know? Like, we just like Biden is not even 30 good days in, but get ready to vote in 2024. Like, if you got kids that are, uh, like, let me think four years, Ethan, my son, he's going to be able to vote, right? Yes. I'm starting to prep him today. Yeah. (laughs) I'm going to prep him today. (laughs) Like, Oh my goodness. So much well, going on. Y'all. We
2: can definitely be here all day talking about popping in the press and all types of stuff. <laughs> oh, so
1: wait, wait, we... Sierra. Sierra. Okay, we can't talk about oh. Sierra. <laughs> oh, wait, watch this. Oh, Sierra, Okay, we'll do we... that next time.
2: Go ahead. Go ahead. Have to. For that. Yes, we're gonna have to. But look, ladies, we need to win in marriage and in our money. Ultimately, that's that's just the end goal, right? Let's find right. ways to build intimacy, legacy. Um, through how we handle money with our husbands so that we become hashtag money goals and let's lay the foundation for the next generation that's really
1: what is what what the end game is for money and marriage that's awesome that's awesome that's what it's about ladies ladies if you have any um Anything that you can share with us, any love for what we're talking about, even if you have any questions that maybe we can research some answers to, or something that we have been through ourselves that you know maybe we can share a little bit of the knowledge on. Check us out on all of our social media platforms at Three Dope Wives. Send us an email at Three Dope Wives, send us a, a DM at Three Dope Wives, send us a Facebook post on Three Dope Wives, or hit us up in Dope Wife Nation. We would love to hear from you and interact with you. Um until next time, we go holla at y'all because uh time. it's a nice day, kind of, and I'm about to find something to do with my life. Look, me too. I'm <laughs> on the couch.
3: Girl, oh, <laughs> that's not good too. Bye, y'all. <laughs> Bye. This has been another episode
0: of Three Dope Wives. Sis, we are so glad you took a minute to get real with us. Yep. Listen, I want you to know something. Every day a woman is married and a wife is made, vows are exchanged and hopes arise. Mm-hmm. And every day a woman's dreams are crushed. Uh, Let me tell you, crushed,
2: crushed <laughs> by the reality of what marriage really is. True